0: OTB Sports Rugby. Don't just take it easy; keep the emotion in check. That's not what sport is about. It's about emotion. It's about singing your national anthem with pride.
1: Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now.
0: The news round on off the ball with Gillette. Start your day in flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. This is news talk. And getting words out. We're on air Welcome along A slight tangent is Coming your way Between 8 and 9 It's Champions League evening So special European night At Anfield Cliché alert But then there is truth In cliché of course Liverpool Real Madrid is on the way Which means We've brought in The big dog The main man Richie McCormack Evening to you
2: Joe It's always a pleasure To be along Thank you very
0: much Richie He thought I was talking About him absolutely unbelievable Kenny Cunningham also here Never. would you get over yourself unbelievable I could see you sitting up straight
1: there for a second I'd thinking here I go that, I'd agree with that assessment there uh, Rich <laughs> professionalism
0: uh, 53106 the text number add off the ball on Twitter Kenny Cunningham in for the evening what a treat I said Kenny there we have a slight tangent coming the audience's way between 8 and 9 I'm sure you're wondering what the hell is a slight tangent mm, indeed it's an exciting new development on the show <laughs> you're leaving <laughs> oh, that would be exciting wow uh, myself and michael just through the glass there yeah, and yeah. arthur and will yeah team otb fm pm uh, we sit around for an hour and we uh, chew the fat That's on a the stretch
1: i've seen <laughs> you five minutes max before you go on air we chew the fat on
0: the goings-on in the world of sport and often there are tangents hence the name it didn't initially have a title but then it, it, they, they, you know organically some listeners suggested it I need we to get landed. in for a
1: few of these meetings really
0: well I? interestingly now we've already tonight's one is in the can it's done right
2: but spoiler alert Joe I know yeah sorry
0: but I would say your name has been emailed in several times by uh, a slight tangent listener saying would you get Kenny in on one of these so um, the invitation's there interesting yeah
1: come on then alright Up for it some night <laughs> uh,
0: we'd love you to do it but um I mean I mean this evening, for instance, uh, Tiger Woods is up for discussion, uh, Graeme Potter up for discussion. The point on potter, so this this can be like a slight tangent trial for you for a minute. The point on uh, Potter I was just struck by almost the sheer superficial stupidity in the sports media when it comes to potter over the last couple of weeks, where the the main discussion point around grain Potter now is, is he too normal? Is he too reasonable? He's too nice. And this is the big criticism of Potter. Whereas I guarantee you, if he was uh, winning all these matches, these same attributes would be pointed to as, see, he's reasonable, he's nice. This is what you need at the top level. Younger players, this is what they want. And uh, it's all just hot air. And it's kind of unfair criticism of him. I mean, there might be things wrong at Chelsea. I don't think it's that Graeme Potter is too normal.
1: I think you're right. We're probably going to see one of the nicest men in football, uh, according to most people and people within the game and coaches at Anfield tonight, in terms of Carlos uh, Ancelotti. We know what his uh, track record's like as a, as a manager and how successful he's been in terms of managing dressing rooms over the past kind of 15 years and big personalities as well. So, yeah, to say he's too nice is obviously weak. Uh, but I think it depends on the dressing room. Uh, Joe, to be honest with you, I think that type of character you were talking about, you know, uh, uh, nice and very articulate and that's, you know what I mean? Maybe too, a, bit, too a little reasonable. bit more in touch with his, with his emotional side and maybe some other. people. I think that can, yeah, that can play out ver- very well in, in certain dressing rooms. Maybe not so others. It's the modern dressing room like you were talking about. I haven't been in one on a regular basis for, the, for a number of years. But, yeah, you do, get a, you do get a sense of that, right, the kind of, the atmosphere inside the dressing room was kind of shifted. Uh, the dynamic inside the dressing room, I should say, really has shifted a little bit. So, but yeah, generally speaking, no, I think it is a pretty weak argument to be honest with you. Although, he has to, he has to stand behind the performances of his team since he's gone into yeah. to the football club, and yeah, so I think he's he's he. Sh- not say he should be criticised, but certainly should be kind of questioned and questioned in terms of the problems Chelsea are having at the at the moment and so yeah I think he understands that but and do you buy into like talk of
0: again it's in the cliche vicinity but again there's truth in cliche that he doesn't have an aura Mourinho Tuchel Klopp Pep these guys have auras he doesn't have an aura or a presence and that would be uh, a weakness of his. Do you buy into that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, or I suppose his personality, I suppose, really is what to a point, isn't to it? Point. Yeah,
0: yeah. I can't, Conte. I mean, people, people would draw comparisons. Uh, the Chelsea fans, even some of them, are saying,
1: "Well, look at Tuchel. He's fighting with Conte on the pitch after oh, yeah, that's yeah. what we need." Yeah, I've no I've no time uh, no time for that. Doesn't it, doesn't it, you don't have to be shouting and screaming and fighting the world on the touchline to have a uh, uh, personality. Say uh, again, I'd reference Ancelotti tonight. Yeah. Reasonably, kind of, quite calm and keeps his emotions. In check, never really see him out of control on the touchline. But he strikes me as somebody with a lot of personality. When you hear him interviewed and talking kind of off camera, you're kind of quite engaged with him. You know, Mm -hmm. you see somebody. So I don't think you have to be a shout and a screamer to have personality. You can be quite kind of, you know, calm and, uh, you know, and carry yourself in a certain manner and still have bags of uh, personality. But that said, Joe, I think at certain stages at a football club, in the dressing room during the season or whatever, yeah, I think personally, does come into when you stand in front of the players, you've got to deliver a speech or a key moment of the season comes, you've got to grab the attention uh, of the players and they have to believe uh, what you're saying. They've got to re- kind of row in behind you. And I, pre- I
0: presume, would you look at Potter's CV and say, well, he couldn't have done the job he did at various clubs and, and at Brighton unless he had that in his locker? Or are, we, are there different levels here that maybe at Chelsea it's a different thing?
1: Yeah, I think it's different levels in terms of the type of player, probably elite players, that's obvious, isn't it, when you go into a Chelsea dressing room as opposed to uh, uh, Brighton. But you can only judge him in terms of uh, his kind of body of work up until that point. And I was hugely impressed with the job he did at uh, Brighton, particularly that last season and a half. I thought it was phenomenal what he was mm-hmm. doing, the football they were playing, the consistent, consistently high levels of performance, the type of football that he was playing, Considering this was an elite, you know, an elite dressing room that he was in, I thought he did a magnificent job. So, yeah, I was pleased for him when he got the opportunity at Chelsea. But to a certain extent, he has to prove himself again in a different environment. And the different environment is the expectation—not just that, but the dressing room, uh, the players, the players in there. Maybe different types, different types of uh, animals that he's he's been used to uh, before. Maybe a little bit more demanding, Joe. Maybe question him a little. A bit more than than what he was at at Brighton, so yeah, that's the challenges uh, facing him. Uh, I kind of wish him well. I, I I have a lot of time for him. He won me over. He was a slow slow born to be honest with you, Potter. A little bit early on, it wasn't too engaged with him in terms of post match, in terms of what he had to say. But what impressed me most about him was not so much in terms of what he had to say, but how his team was playing mm. and how the team evolved under him uh, at Brighton. That's what impressed me the most. Okay, well, we'll see how all that develops. Uh, what's going
0: on with you? What have you been up to? What's catching your eye at the moment? Six Nations. It was catching
1: me uh, pancakes, in me. Uh, just remember, there me, me uh, shoulder bag. Me mum, me ma popped a few pancakes in for you. Ah, oh, did she? She did. Yeah, yeah, she That's did. Yeah, show a couple of pancakes. With that, Richie. Yeah, class act. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, she's a big off the ball fan, of course. Listening right now. Which? Oh, no, you-, you. Sorry, Rich. No, it's, it's more so you than the yes, actual sir. show I've got to be honest with you So would you say you could take it or leave it Me and the show The, more pan, so you, the pancakes are for me And not the wider team She'll be tuning in Friday night On, the, on your, rugby, your rugby special There's no, no Is that right Friday? Night? What Saturday
0: is, is it? What are you talking about? Is there rugby back in the week? It must be, is it? <laughs> yeah, it is I can tell You're all excited <laughs> We don't have the Ireland game We've got the Wales <laughs> game Which may not be going ahead There's a strike No way Yeah Re- Train strike Player
2: strike, <laughs> Kenny
0: <laughs> He knows uh, what are we putting on the pancake? Sugar?
1: No. Lemon? No, I'm not a big. Uh, Nutella. The sugar, I, I don't get the sugar. The sprinkle, just the raw sugar on the pancake. No, don't. But you have a sweetie. Oh boy, I do. Funnily Every enough, time I yeah. see you me see you're eating chocolate. I do. It? Yeah, yeah. No, probably a bit of jam, jam in there. Anything in the? Oh cupboard? yeah, loads.
0: You want strawberry, raspberry, you name it. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's
1: do with the ad break. <laughs> jam. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I lemon and sugar I never never bought into With the pancakes I, could, I couldn't tell you The last time I had a pancake On Pancake Tuesday See a lot of them Do now you, uh, Breakfast Get in here Rich You know that way See a lot of them breakfast yeah. Now people out with breakfast Rich and I have you You know generally tra- tra- Traditional Irish Or whatever you'd have A breakfast nowadays A lot of pancakes Getting served up I've noticed For brunch Around Dublin For uh, breakfast Yeah, yeah, yeah It's that like a yeah. crepe thing Breakfast is It's eating. crappy Are right, you having <laughs> bloody pancakes For breakfast There's <laughs> no doubt of it <laughs> I'd never consider a pancake before 12 at o- 12 o'clock. Is that a rule, yeah? <laughs> <It's an> absolute <laughs> given. It's 12 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> pancakes for breakfast never. No. Yeah, it's quite an American thing a pancake for breakfast. See people have eggs on them? On
0: pancakes? Oh, I don't know about that. That's yeah? True,
1: no. Rich? Yeah? No, not for me, Ken. No, no. I know. I know. This is it this would, is the world it, we're no. living in. Would you be inclined to have a
0: sweet breakfast? I can I couldn't abide by. I have a sweet tooth too, but I couldn't. I couldn't face a sweet. You know, Americans very yeah. sweet. I,
1: no, not before midday. You. Me. Yeah, I'm not a big breakfast man generally at all. Like an intermittent faster. Intermittent fahhala. Let me just <laughs> <laughs> try to digest what you said there. No pun intended. I build up. It's a slow burn as the day goes on. But about seven eight o'clock in the evening hits. I'm pff, yeah. No control. Full on. Oh yeah. It's all. It's all it might off. Be the same. All self control in, in the
0: fridge. Yeah. there's times where I've like fast Any reason
1: I come in here to fast, get away you've you said that to <laughs> me the kitchen. it's not a joke
0: there's times where I'll be very good all day fast all day and then for, for no reason the handbrake comes off yeah
1: it's the worst time as well isn't it worst time at night it's
0: not good uh, so yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't load up on a sugary breakfast at all what's your breakfast choice porridge man
1: No. I'd, I'd, I'd have a bit of fruit maybe I'd have an orange a banana potassium been cramping up last couple of
0: weeks been cramping up someone told me if you're feeling nervous <laughs> to, a banana settles you down I don't know yeah, the science
1: sure. yeah you know. nervous disposition just if you're
0: if you're going on off the ball of an evening Kenny and you're feeling <laughs> a bit nervous you could do worse than have a banana for you know 20 minutes beforehand
1: have you ever heard that no no another ne- teammate of mine went full on on the bananas back in the day literally about uh, double digits bananas per day thinking this was the new way forward you know what it's like oh yeah I hear these <laughs> things and yeah, full on, and literally had to club doctor. Had to send him home for a <laughs> for a week. Well, what were the he symptoms? <laughs> <laughs> like, what was wrong with him? <laughs> he couldn't. He literally couldn't. He wasn't feeling very well. <laughs> Sim, uh, simply simply <laughs> people, and he wasn't moving <laughs> very well. Where where, where his was? bells weren't moving very well, but like, okay. either. But okay, no, but that was the thing, wasn't? our b- b- uh, bananas and went full on, and no, not at all. Like you know what I mean. But that was it back in the day. You was. This was it. it. Was kind of hearsay. You'd hear these things in phrases. Yeah, crack on. Like there was no, there was no uh, information being given. No, no dietitians around the football club or anything like that. So everything was on a whim or a suggestion of one of your teammates.
0: Yeah, be
1: interested to know if that's still going on. I'd say, I, I would still
0: think footballers are susceptible to. Oh, I saw this guy on YouTube saying you do this. I think there's still a bit of that going on. <laughs> Personal chefs now, Joe. That is true yeah I love a bit of that that is true so listen the good news Richie I just kept asking questions there because I want you to be able to make at least half a dozen food montages of Kenny talking about food
2: thanks very much and I will
0: job and done I will yeah you're not a fan of those huh you know where we like there's just a bit of music and you talking about bread or something when we play them
1: <laughs> you know I never listen to this show John <laughs> when I'm out yo ah oh, dear wouldn't be aware of anything
0: fair <laughs> enough around the show that hurts because it's true <laughs> So we should... Uh, oh, here's some text in. Owen says, anytime Kenny's in the show, he just elevates the whole listening experience. A certain je ne sais quoi, says Owen. I mean, there's been some high quality talk radio for the last four to five minutes. Award winning. Uh, is Kenny a sweet or savoury man for the Pancake Tuesday? He's answered that. Oof. Jam. It can only be sweet. Well, what do you mean
2: by, sa- what by savoury? Somebody, somebody's panca- there talking about putting, putting rashers on your pancakes, Kenny. Some, stre- some streaky bacon on there do you know oh, that doesn't no, sound like terrible like cheese some, somebody would probably put
1: cheese I suppose I suppose there's people who put cheese on pancakes Maybe. Is that the rashers point I think works
0: I mean that's akin to the, the pancakes at breakfast that we're talking about that works that crispy works.
1: rashers could go where well. you could throw it on top of most things and make, make, make an argument couldn't you what's wrong with you all pancakes maple
0: syrup Bacon, scrambled eggs. It's the oh, best man, breakfast you no. could eat. See, that, just just that's make a, your mind up. That's in the real. quintessential That's just American. like
1: I can't make my mind up what to have for breakfast. I'm going to pile it all on together.
0: Somebody says this is bizarre radio, which may be the most salient uh, point true. of yeah. all.
1: Ice cream. Give me a nice scoop of ice cream on a pancake. Nice. Now you're talking. Yeah, That'll work too, yeah. Fruit, little, little sprinkle of fresh fruit. Yeah. Uh, that, that's where I'm coming from. Bananas. <laughs> 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 just, you're, you're just know, naming In food, Moderation.
0: Now. In, mo- in, moderation. in moderation. Learn nothing else from the last yeah. couple of minutes. Right. Let's just try and forget the opening of the show and press on with uh, fresh wind in our sail, Richie. Uh, yes, Newsrend is brought to you with Gillette Labs for an effortless finish to your day. I suspect lots of people very curious about team news from Anfield.
2: Yeah, Liverpool seeking a first win over Real Madrid in seven encounters tonight. The sides meet at Anfield for the first leg of their Champions League last 16 tie. Amazingly, given the amount of times these sides have met over the last couple of seasons, it's the first time under Jurgen Klopp that they'll play out this game on a full Anfield. For Liverpool, Alisson starts in goal. It's a back four of Trent Alexander-Arnold, Joe Gomez, Virgil van Dijk and Andy Robertson. In midfield, Fabinho, Jordan Henderson and Stefan Bajcetic, And up front, Mo Salah, Cody Gakpo and Darwin Nunez. So Liverpool unchanged from that win over over Newcastle. For Real, Thibaut Courtois starts in goal. It's a back four for them of Danny Carvajal, Adair Militeau, Antonio Rudiger and David Alaba. In midfield, it's Luka Modric, Eduardo Camavinga and Federico Valverde and it's a front trio of Rodrigo Vinicius Jr. and Karim Benzema. Real will no doubt pay tribute to their honorary club president, Amancio Amaro who's died at the age of 83. He won nine league titles and the 1966 European Cup during a 14-year career at the club. Tonight's other game sees last season's Europa League winners Eintracht Frankfurt play host to Serie A leaders Napoli and both games kick off at 8. This will be a great game.
0: We'll be watching it very closely all evening. Jurgen Klopp said he watched back the Champions League final for the first time this week and found it torturous. Um, Madrid's form post-World Cup isn't scintillating. It seems Vinicius and Benzema aren't an amazing form for whatever reason they've dropped points against lesser opposition and Liverpool's form as of a week ago <laughs> <laughs> is better so and it's at Anfield so uh, we'll talk about this in more depth after half seven but broad sweeps what are you thinking tonight
1: yeah I suppose simply put I give Liverpool a kind of fighting chance over the over the two legs obviously this will be the better uh, best opportunity this evening to uh yeah, cause Madrid some damage. I wouldn't worry too much, Joe, about uh, Madrid's domestic form going into this game. We all know this kind of football club and even this team under this manager, what they can do yeah. on, on nights such as these. So I think they'll actually rel- relish the occasion and the challenge of going to Anfield. I was hoping, had I looked, I was hoping maybe Sabalas might start that central midfield alongside Modric. You know, look, I thought maybe that looks a bit lightweight. Maybe Liverpool could get a bit of a foothold in there, but. Mm. The fact he's thrown uh, Valverde. Valverde in there alongside Carmovinga as well gives him a real kind of physicality and a bit of a physical yeah, edge in that, there. That is the
0: way to extend Modric's career, isn't it? Surrounding mm-hmm. him with legs.
1: Yeah, it'll certainly help him. Yeah, it'll certainly help him. Yeah, Sabalos is a very one-paced, isn't he? Obviously, Valverde box-to-box. He's a running machine. He's a horse. Carmovinga as well is a lovely player. Yeah. And then Rodrigo as well, bringing him high up the pitch into his individual quality. So I think it's a good, it's a good decision from Ancelotti. So how do they
0: fare against Henderson, who's looked a touch, by the way, in particular, rejuvenated and a little burst of energy last uh, week or so. Fabinho and everyone's new favourite player, Bacicic. Say it again? <laughs> I think the key is to say it quickly. <laughs> Young Stefan in there. He looks like a lovely <laughs> player as well.
1: Yeah, I like what I've seen. I haven't seen enough of him, in all honesty, to, to give a real kind of strong opinion. You can see obviously the lad's got uh, quality in terms of uh, potentially what type of player he's going to be. Is he going to be more of a, uh, a technical, uh, ball playing type of midfielder? Is, is he going to be box to box, arrive and lay physically? You know, is he going to mature and become, you know, a kind of run, that kind of running machine? And. Mid- midfield which Henderson was at his, at his very best so it'll be interesting to see his development but yeah, yeah it probably shows you where Liverpool are at the moment he, they probably need him in that central uh, uh, area of the pitch so yeah big, big opportunity for him this evening looking forward to see how he plays The uh, textures only want to talk
0: about one thing so Mike and Cork I've never heard of this I've never heard of this lads you can't beat a bit of Tuna and oh, a God, now. An annual tradition in
1: our household. That's rotten. That is absolutely <laughs> that's, rotten. That's, that's like back up. in Victorian times. so It's like spam. That's like, well, what have we got in the cupboard? i got a tin of <laughs> spam. We'll lash it on the pank. <laughs> Tuna. Tuna. <laughs> Nick, that is that's, horrific. That's
0: desperate. Like, that's not even a subjective no excuse attempt. for
1: that. You don't admit to that. Ugh. That's like a shame, isn't that? That's bringing shame on the family admitting to that. And do you just put. Shame? Is that a made up name? Is that He's actually put his name to, his no, name to that. No, he's cork.
0: We have his number. Do you want to, Mick? Uh, do you want uh, to phone uh, him and uh, put uh, him uh, on Mick. the air? I wouldn't embarrass, embarrass he <laughs> <him. laughs> Talk to him. Mick's saying no. I would, I would like to interrogate it's further. Be he's brought shame to the whole town, the village where he lives. The whole county of Cork. Does he put sugar on it as well? Ah, <laughs> uh, stop now. Well, I was just wondering is it just tuna and pancake? It's like a fish
2: For sandwich. Sake. It's a remarkably dry thing as well. Ketchup, maybe. Wrong. Ah! I don't
1: know No that's crazy. Mayonnaise Probably mayonnaise as well Jeez, Whatever's just... in the cupboard The sounds of it That
0: sounds more like dinner Mick oh, Than Jesus Dessert Have you ever had a fish oh. finger sandwich? No Not, <gasps> Not bad I haven't had a I fish had to... finger oh. for a long time
2: I haven't yeah. had a fish finger for a long time We it just reminded we, me of the place fr- used to be
0: across the road Joe <laughs> Oh yeah from, work, from the
2: office They used to do a killer fish finger sandwich
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. We would friends over To our house a couple of weeks back And they would kids of that age And so we were like oh, I don't know how to feed <laughs> them So we went out and bought <laughs> loads of fish fingers Jeez they're beautiful
1: that's like gastro, I think, the last few years, isn't it? Gastro, that the fish fingers in a charge about 20 quid for that in a bum.
0: Yeah, I, I would believe it. Uh, lads, are you interviewing Kenny for a slot on a slight tangent here? I was just you're obviously tuned in touch late. We were just uh, saying to Kenny, would he do a slight tangent at some stage? He's up for it.
1: Uh, no, I don't remember agreeing to that. You did. You said, let's do it then. <laughs> I said, let's hear it. Oh did as in, hear? I didn't know what you were talking as about As you want to do quality control Before you
0: dare darken the door <laughs> Well
1: ideally yes When it <laughs> comes to you <laughs> uh,
0: Okay you can well, I'll send you an episode And see what you think Genuinely I'd be curious What you think I think you'd like it Be up your
1: street Just talking nonsense I just can't get Fish fingers now Out of my head uh, a Friday night dinner for me Back in the day Growing up Fish fingers Friday Yeah Chips uh, Chips Bit of a f- Chipper that, that type of food Friday night What about you Rich? Yeah, same, same. Well, they're back from chips. school. And, yeah, he, you weren't getting served eat up, up by potatoes today. on a Friday, were you? No, no, I had to no, be fried. Yeah.
0: Did you have the same dinner on the same night every week?
1: Pretty much. <laughs> what was Thursday? Oh, yeah. Stew. Uh, the biggest, biggest downer for me was coming home on a Tuesday afternoon from school, cycling about six miles, which we had to do. Hard, hard days, though, hard days. Coming in, I mean, I had a big pot on, opening the lid of it and seeing that coddle. <laughs> Simmering on the inside. I, I would have thought you'd be Mr. Coddle. Devastated. Devastated. Poor mum. She's listening at home to you. <laughs> and again, Coddle's another thing that's gone uh, high end, isn't it? Yeah. to have gone high end. Yeah. It'll nice. never be high
2: end. Yeah. Never. Boiling, you know, sa- boiling sausages will forever be wrong.
1: And rashes. Now I spoke about rashes crispy, you know, thin, slender, sli- sli- yeah. crispy rashes. And that's the exact opposite, isn't it? Mm. Just yeah. boiled to nothing. Bland, grey. Yeah.
0: Mick, genuinely, I don't know if this is the worst radio we've ever done or if it's brilliant. Could you type through, like, get back on track or keep (laughs) it going? Because I've just lost all sense. (laughs) Uh, Lads, I had the Elvis pancake in Vegas during the summer. Absolutely gorgeous. The Elvis pancake, you ask? Peanut butter, bacon, banana. Honestly, it was delicious, (laughs) says Finbar. Peanut butter, bacon, banana. That sounds nice to me I have to say oh, Peanut, no, no. Oh, Peanut butter is beautiful yeah, Peanut butter jam Is something I only Tried for the first time About six months ago And it's mind blowing you ever go in for that?
1: No No Wouldn't even be tempted
0: I know what you mean Blow your mind Frame broke i blow Frame your mind. broke Joe I'll run out and get you yeah, Peanut sure butter and jam For that pancake And no, we'll see Don't bother We'll see
2: You uh, want to
0: fingers now Joe <laughs> Yeah, indeed So We've got through one story Richie
2: we have indeed, yeah. We'll get on to number two. Uh, Connacht have today confirmed that Pete Wilkins has signed a three-year contract as head coach there. The province say they conducted a thorough recruitment process following the news that Andy Friend is leaving his role as director of rugby at the end of this season. Friend has been head coach, uh, Friend had been head coach, uh, pardon me, no, Wilkins had been head coach, there we go, with special responsibility for defence since Friend moved upstairs at the sports ground, but he'll now have overall responsibility for the men's senior team. Um,
1: look, it's incredibly exciting, I'm honoured by the opportunity, um, I can't wait to get started. Uh, from a personal point of view in terms of the progression of, of my coaching journey to this point it, it's a, a hugely significant step, it's one that I believe I'm ready for, it's one that I feel I've worked hard for and I'm thrilled it's had a club and, and at a province that I, I care so deeply about. Um, It's also a massive privilege when I look at the names that have come before me, Warren Gatland, Eric Elwood, Pat Lamb, Andy Friend, to be able to follow in their footsteps and and lead the programme and bring my own flavour to that programme is incredibly exciting and and I'm humbled by that.
0: Uh, We'll talk about that on Wednesday Night Rugby
2: tomorrow. Rich, the Irish team were giving press conferences today. Yeah, they were. Ireland hooker Dan Sheehan believes Ross Byrne has been harshly treated by some elements of the media in recent years. With Jonathan Saxton a major doubt for Saturday's Six Nations game away to Italy, he apparently didn't train today. Byrne looks set to earn just a third international start and Sheehan believes his Leinster teammate deserve the plaudits that have only recently come his way.
1: Yeah, you know, over the last few years I've probably played most of my rugby uh, under Ross at 10, so... You know, I think probably the media were a bit harsh on him over the last few years because from what I saw inside the doors of Leinster in Ireland was someone who's calm and and can make plays happen. You know, everyone I think is really comfortable with him.
0: Kenny, I do know you like your rugby. I presume you enjoyed the Ireland-France match.
1: Oh, Oh, top, top. Phenomenal. Wasn't it? Oh, my God. Absolutely phenomenal. They're so good. I heard it back from Wexford. I was down in Wexford. Heard it back. Yeah. To make it back... To me, miles for the kickoff. Just had to watch it. Just had to get eyes on it. Yeah, great, unbelievable. I can't believe the level we're playing at, Joe. You know better than me, but I think it's absolutely phenomenal. And that phenomenal. management uh, group there, yeah, under Farrell, I think is remarkable in terms of what what they've done and what they're doing. Where we are, the consistency, unbelievable.
0: I know some of the rugby you're just watching. Whoo- with the Hugo Keenan try where they have the pre-planned move and he shoots through the line all these kind of moments are just uh, Everything, so good. every
1: aspect of the game Joe it's like that physicality which the French you think oh, just going kind to of bulldoze you stand, stand up to that Yeah. and then in terms from the technical side which to be fair traditionally we've never you know what I mean haven't really been able to you know outplay teams as such in terms of throwing the ball have we but we're now, phenomenal what we're doing now we're now world leaders
0: in outplaying the opposition
1: and you can, you can see it the lads when they're interviewed, the mentality the belief confidence the whole thing mm it's brilliant even the coaching staff Paul O'Connell's come on board there as well yeah. now isn't he and he's made a big difference do you know what's interesting And so,
0: like you'd have a kind of an insight into this as somebody who's, who's played sport at such a high level and it can go either way on a given day and then big judgments are made about you as a group depending on how that big day goes this team now if they bow out at the quarter final stages say they come up against a brilliant New Zealand or a, Brazi- or a brilliant France yeah. in France and
2: yeah fine margins happen, yeah.
0: just doesn't go their way lose yeah. by three points there will be uh, a serious cohort that say you see Butler's all rubbish ah oh, yeah that's weak isn't it I think you th- <coughs> th- have to look at what they're doing now and say this is quality
1: yeah you can only judge you can't look ahead potentially if what will happen hypothetical in six months if we lose to the French just the level of consistency that I'm seeing at, uh, at the moment and as you've said look, I'm no expert in the in the sport but I think it's absolutely phenomenal I love what the manager is doing he spins everything any possible negative he just spins it into a positive straight away there was a couple of the lads pulled out late didn't they before the yeah. first game was it the, the Welsh game no problem no bemoaning the fact oh yes oh it's a killer losing these players never does. What, an, yeah, what an opportunity for the lads no problem to us the squad strong a great opportunity for players I trust them and nothing's ever a problem there's no down and no, no kind of negative spin whatsoever
0: yeah uh, I mentioned the Welsh uh, situation, so if you're not following it too closely, uh, Richie, Warren Gatland, and there is this kind of difficult aspect for Gatland in that he's arrived back into Wales on a very big salary and, you know, he's yeah. probably happy with his lot. He's trying to walk the line, bring his players who are very unhappy along with him. He was talking to the media today.
2: Yeah, crucially, he actually revealed that he wasn't informed of any of this brewing storm oh. when he did arrive back into the job, which is... Uh, something certainly but the Wales head coach is positive that issues regarding player contracts will be resolved today today's training session rather than this afternoon's and the second of two ahead of Saturday's game with England was cancelled and Gatland has put off naming his side for that game a deadline of tomorrow has been set for the professional rugby board there to sign off on a new deal between the WRU and the regions players have threatened strike action if matters are not resolved to their satisfaction and Gatland says he can see where the players are coming from
1: what the players were
0: asking for, I think, was was definitely reasonable in, in terms of, and there needed to be some negotiation. Um, it's like everything; it's you know, you've got to find some middle ground. And I think, um, hopefully, that um, like I said, that the discussions today there'll be some middle ground where the players are happy with, and and um, the professional game board will be also happy with, you know, some of the concessions that they make as well. So, you know, there's not. The thing is, it's not always about you know when you're in discussion. It's not always about a win-win for for one side. You've got to find find some compromise, and
1: and hopefully that um, that will be the case today.
0: So I know you were saying you haven't followed this too closely. Basically, in Wales, there's the eighty ninety players that are at the four regions, the clubs, and uh, they're out of contract mm. in the summer. And there's been no uh, talks between clubs and players about extending contracts because. Uh, the clubs don't know what their budget is because the Welsh Union don't seem to right. know what the budget is. Yeah, They're in crisis at all times. And the players have said, what the hell is going This is madness. So here's the quote which maybe crystallised things in the mail last week and did the rounds. This is from a Welsh player who's played in the two Six Nations matches. He said, I can't believe... I'm five months away from the end of my contract. I'm eight months away from the World Cup and my future isn't certain. I can't apply for a mortgage. I'm on antidepressants. I'm one big injury away from not having a job in July. And yet I'm starting for Wales every week and the union's making tens of millions from international matches. Pretty reasonable. And... The union, uh, obviously I've been brought to the brink here. Players threatening strike, England game this weekend. It's a complete mess.
1: Oh, I don't like the strike. I think that's too far. A lot of sympathy for the the, the individual player, wherever he is, uh, stay there. I can understand that on a, on a human level. But now it's a step too far for me in terms of we're not going to take to the field and and, and and play the game. I think that's t- too much. But I know does, this is does, maybe does, a bargaining does, chip, don't get me wrong. Isn't that, the, isn't that what's terrible though is...
0: You're speaking out of patriotism and professionalism there, and that's what the union are taking advantage of. They'd be like, Kenny Cunningham, he's never going to... not he's, He won't strike for Ireland, no chance. We can treat
1: him how we like. No, I, un- I understand that. Yeah, I understand that. So, yeah, the union has to be fair, and there's, there's got to be a bit of compromise there. Warren Gallant uh, alluded to it there. You know, would be a bit of giving both sides. I'd imagine that would be the case. It's in it's nobody's interest, is it, for this to kind of uh, linger? And clearly not the type of preparation... The Welsh manager would have wanted. I think he's a player, you know, you should push these things aside. You know, blinkers, a professional attitude, but not easy. Not easy at times. These kind of tasks, negative tasks, can creep into the mindset. So, no, not a great place for those Welsh players.
0: On the uh, talk of tuna, lads, you're putting me off my pancake here. <laughs> <laughs> not making cork. He's tucking into round two. Any more tuna in the back cupboard there? Jeez. And Valen Limerick, too.
1: Imagine he came around to his house and he said, let, let me whip you up something in the <laughs> kitchen. I'll come out with you were rubbing your hands. He came out and put pancakes and tuna.
0: Yeah, watery it's tuna. Let's
1: mayonnaise on the side, like, help yourself. Oh. Yeah. Valen Limerick says,
0: please, please, please do a slight tangent, Kenny. Trust Valen Limerick.
1: No. Oh, you won't let this go, will you, don't? Sorry, we will let it go. I just want you I to thought say thought we had done the tangent. That's what, isn't that what we've been doing for the last 20 minutes? I mean, basically. It'd be this, <laughs> but
0: you it's know. good ass. <laughs> a touch less, uh, a touch more sports talk, I suppose. We are going to preview Liverpool-Real Madrid, talk about that game in a bit more detail. Richie, we'll let you go and enjoy your pancakes for the evening. Thank you very much. Cheers, lads.
1: Pleasure. Nice one, Rich.